This is a Big MX podcast, brought to you by X Brand Goggles, presented by Tech One Designs, 204 Skate Shop, West Side Honda, Capital Motorsports, Golden Tire, and Trans Canada Motorsports out of Brandon, Manitoba. Motocross news from around the world. We're not experts, but we've got microphones. Check us out on the web at BigMXRadio.com. Welcome to the Big MX Show, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles, 204 Skate Shop, Tech One Designs, Millennium Technologies, Westside Honda, Capital Motorsports, Roy Borton Racing, Suspension Systems, Capital Motorsports, and Golden Tire. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With me on the line, one of my good friends and uh, fellow B-Class racer, none other than Walter Martins, the number four machine on the Kawasaki out of Grunthal, Manitoba. How's it going, Mar- Walter? Oh, really good, really good. Thanks a lot. Excellent. So, uh, like, uh, I believe you were out at the track today. Uh, it's uh, we're we're about ten days away from the race, and uh, what like the the weather's not really cooperating with you right now. But uh, you're getting some moisture on the track. That's got to be a good thing. Yes, no. Oh yeah, for sure. We uh, I leveled there uh, this morning, and uh, uh, just before the rain started, really, uh, you know, a whole lot. So we just. You know, we leveled the ruts so we don't get water settling in them. But uh, yeah, we're uh, moisture's really coming in, and we've actually not not have have not had to uh, water too much at practices. Only once during an intermission at 12. So uh, yeah, it's been really good. We've been able to work the dirt really good and change some stuff around and try new things. So, um, like, I'm not too sure if, if you know the, the history of, uh, the, of the track. Obviously, you haven't been uh, around uh, racing quite as long as I have. It's starting in, uh, in 2001 was my first time, or actually 2000 was the first time I, I, I arrived mm-hmm. at uh, Grunthal Centennial Raceway, as it was known back then. Um, do, you, do you know much about the original layout? Well, uh, actually, this year I researched, researched it a little, uh, little more and uh, went into depth of uh, the first board that actually ran it. Uh, Nick and Eric Hayes, they actually just made a track and just to practice on. And yep. uh, then they asked the neighbors to see if they could, you know, pull some races on and stuff. And that's kind of how it started. And then just went from there, like, uh, yeah, like, uh, the RM would just leave them excavator and uh, you know a dozer just to help them help them along and build big stuff and that's kind of how it happened and it's actually in uh, 1996 uh, I think when they had the first race uh, the CMRC um, so that went on at least till you know somewhere in the 2000s. Yeah, I believe and, uh, uh, 2000 or 2001 was the last year that they had the the national in in Grunthal. Um, yeah. it was uh, it was a spectacular place for a national. I know they the the layout changed a couple of times just in throughout the uh, the time period that that track uh, was on was on the national circuit. And uh, even talking to some of the guys who I know raced it back then, talking to them now, like Sean Hamblin, Darcy Lange, uh, Grunthal it stays as a um, uh, a soft spot in their heart because uh, a lot of guys enjoyed the soil, and uh, although it has changed quite a bit, it's uh, it's got some staying power with some of those top pros. For sure, uh, you know it it uh, it's kind of tough uh, looking at the track now. Like it has a lot of rocks, uh, like small rocks in it, and uh, you know people. I kind of look at them like, come on, like how can I get rid of these rocks, right? And but you know people still love it, and uh, 
they'll put their hand guards on and, and they'll just fly. Like they don't really care. They just love the flow of the track. And, you know, we try our best to keep the, you know, the rocks off of it and, uh, the dirt is as flush as possible. But, uh, it's hard sometimes when, it, when it's hot, it gets really hard. And, and, uh, when it's raining, it's really wet. <laughs> so. Fair enough. No, I, I, uh, I, I, I can't say a bad thing about Grunthal over the years. Like it's, it's had, it's gone through a lot of shape shifting over the years, and I love the soil. It's uh, arguably uh, right up there with one of the the, the best soil in the province. It's got that uh, kind of dirt sand mixture that breaks down. Uh, it, honestly, if you guys soak it like crazy and let the fast guys go out there, you'll have ruts like you wouldn't believe and it'll just be an absolute uh, racetrack like it would be like a slot car track out there so much fun i love when that track gets nice and ruddy um and and the as far as the rocks go i think uh i'm just getting over a bruise from uh two saturdays ago um on my one arm but otherwise yeah for the most part i don't even wear a chest protector at grunthal i oh, really? never never felt um overly um uh, in danger of, of rocks there i guess some guys mm. decide to run the handguards i run them because they look cool but uh, oh, <laughs> but no yeah. i think it's a it's a it's a crown jewel of manitoba Morcross, and um we're, we're happy to have it back on the circuit because it left for a short period of time oh for sure yeah 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 speaking of ruts uh i was just leveling the other day and or yesterday or maybe it was today i'm not sure um uh, and there was like yeah like a foot foot and a half some actually two foot ruts and they're like three four in one corner i was like yeah. oh man i wasn't able to ride uh this last saturday but it looked awesome so we're just hoping to build on that and make it better and better all the time right on so how did you uh get into uh motocross walter i i'd love for the our listeners to kind of connect with you a little bit and get uh where you come from because that way you can get a better stand understanding of uh of, of the direction of the track and when uh how you're um shaping with the way you you'd like it to go and um and just yeah so so how did you get into it who was the first one that introduced you to dirt bikes in general and um yeah tell me that tell me that story well basically it was uh my friends uh uh, you probably know Peter uh, Abrams, and uh, he's a pro now. And uh, so some of the guys that, that were uh, sea riders when I started, which was like in, uh, oh, man, probably three years ago when I bought my first bike, I think it was. I rode quad till then. I just kind of practiced, kind of whatever, and then kind of got to know uh, some of the locals here. And uh, bought my first dirt bike and just was hooked. And, uh, yeah, it's been uh, – had two years at C class and finally moved up to B and uh yeah I've been enjoying it like I, I love it I don't know I just yeah it's really awesome excellent so what what was your first bike I had a 09 uh, KX uh, 250 it uh, worked really well and now I have a 2012 uh, KX 250 again I just I love the green I guess <laughs> That's awesome. No, I, uh, I I have respect for the pickles as well. Of course, you know uh, me a big fan of the green machines. Uh, it's, yeah. it's interesting to know that you you've started out on the big bikes and and possibly have you ever ri- ridden a two stroke? Never. Never uh, ridden a two stroke. You're missing no, I never. out, my I always, friend. <laughs> I always maybe wanted to, but kind of scared of the power band. So no, I've never driven one. Yeah, they're uh, they're a different beast. We'll have to get you out on uh, on the green machine, the ninety five. 
by, uh, yeah, by the end of the summer. Yeah, I'll one of these days. <laughs> Seems like everyone else wants to take it for a rip at some point or another, uh, more yeah. or less to find out how bad that suspension truly is before I get it uh, sent <laughs> yeah, over to Roy Borden and uh, the suspension systems. But um, yeah. so so, how did you end up being involved with the the track? Like, I know, like you're obviously a member on the Manitoba Motocross. You're you're not shy about uh, spreading yourself nice and thin by being a part of all these different things. And how did that all come about? Um, I don't know. I just uh, really just started volunteering there, and you know, keeping the track going because I had some a couple of years ago. It had some uh, a trouble like the board and the park. They weren't really getting along because it's really connected with the park which is right beside it and uh um you really have to be involved in it to know all the political stuff we have to have to work through but uh yeah it was kind of a struggling point and then i I helped for a year or two and then uh some of the board members stepping down and there was not really much interest in more people keeping going so i kind of stepped up and uh along with some friends of mine and and we're just been moving forward ever since uh michael east right he's a, he's a pro in uh, mma and uh so he joined he joined uh us as well this year and uh a couple other locals uh rick uh east and elvis Unra, they're just federally east they're just awesome like they help countless hours week in week out and uh yeah that's kind of how it got started no, yeah, federally, federally's a great addition, and and of course now with Michael Giesbrecht on there, uh, Mike, Mike's got a very kind heart, and he's he's got a, a great uh, vision on on, on what uh, a track should have, and uh, he's he gives every situation that he's ever been in his all. That's uh, uh, that's just absolutely truth. Um, yeah, well, for sure. We actually gave him the kind of a job title of track designer this year, so that's perfect. why you see some of the changes going around. So it's pretty awesome. So of course now you you've gone ahead and not only uh, given him some credit for for designing the track, but if anyone has any uh, griping or complaints, you've also deflected <laughs> any of that onus on straight over to the three hundred two, and I, uh, I'm exactly. sure he appreciates it. <laughs> I'm sure he will thank me for it. <laughs> right on. Uh, so who who's all on uh, on the board right now, and uh, what are their what are their kind of job titles, or who all uh, works the machinery over at Grunthal? GMX. Uh, I, I still want to keep calling it uh, Grunthal Centennial Raceway, but uh, I'll try and get that out of my system. GMX. GMX. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my friend. Or Grunthal Motorcross, because it means the same thing. Grunthal Motor, and then it's supposed to be the cross is the X or whatever. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, basically, um, kind of, we've uh, split it up as uh, I'm, me, I'm the president, so I kind of oversee a bunch of it. And Ron Weeb's the vice president. He oversees a lot of the uh the gate, especially on practice days or race days. Yeah. And, you know, garbage cleanup or, or uh you know, issues people have. I don't have time to talk to people a lot and I'm not really I don't talk to people. You're that a busy much. guy, you're the president now. Yeah, he, he he does the talking and stuff and, and me and him kinda go through that together. And then uh um Elvis uh Unra, he kinda oversees the sponsorship uh area of things. I mean, we all help with it, but, uh, he kind of heads that and, and Rick, uh, he, uh, organizes the flaggers for our races and also helps a lot in maintenance on the track. Uh, but federally, all well, that guy, man, he just 
puts countless hours in during the day and fixing our machinery and making sure the track is in tip-top shape and, and, and uh, doing the leveling, doing the disking and all this stuff. And then, uh, yeah, I, I obviously do a bunch of that as well. Um, Excellent. We also, so it's a, it's a big, uh, big joint effort over there. Yeah, for sure. We also hire out uh, Casey Brown, it's a local uh, landscaper here, and mm-hmm. he does all our jumps week in, week out, uh, reshaping every time and, and landings and this and that. So, yeah. Ah, okay. So if I have if I have any complaints on the loft on a few of those faces, I just call that guy. <laughs> yeah, sure. Right on. Right. I don't know if he listens to you, but <laughs> that's fair enough. No, I, I like yeah. uh, I, I like to uh, make my opinion heard, whether or not uh, people yeah, sure. uh, really uh, care at all. That's uh, that's irrelevant. So uh, yeah, he's never really done much uh, motocross jumps or anything, so he's kind of still learning, but he's doing really good. Perfect. Well, I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't notice any uh, irregular uh, lips out there when I was uh, at Grunthal. Uh, it was last Saturday. This is uh, we're ten days mm-hmm. out from the the June first race. And uh, how are the preparations going for June first? I know we've had a few um, few groom practices now. Uh, the track is in unbelievable condition. I thought I know uh, you said a few rocks have come up to the surface a little bit here and there, but nevertheless, uh, the track is in great shape. Um, how does, uh, how are you feeling going forward and, uh, how have those small track changes, uh, affected, uh, attendance or, or what have you heard from some of those changes that are, uh, uh, if anyone doesn't like them, their blame goes straight to Michael Giesbrecht. Uh, you get, uh, you get kind of everything. Uh, we've had people love it. People don't like it. Get rid of it. All this stuff. And okay. you know, I'm mostly people, people like change. They don't like the same thing over and over. So we try to we try to keep it uh, as uh, fresh as possible. Um, I kind I like it personally when I go to track and I, I roll everything the first lap. I, I want to see something different, like more challenge, right? So that's why we kind of keep doing that. And uh, yeah, you know what? Our track is is uh, ready to go basically for the race. We're kind of tweaking some of the changes here and there, but I think we're uh, very close to ready. Like uh, sponsors are coming together and. And uh, yeah, we're looking looking really good. I think uh, nothing should be too concerned about anyway. Excellent. And uh, so uh, you yourself, I know there's been a, a couple of changes. There's those, that roller section heading back into the wooded area, or what what used to be a, a heavily wooded mm-hmm. area, um, as well as the a few uh, wrinkles in that um, uh, the the S corner. And you, know, you said you said you'd made some changes, even still. Uh, from where I was there uh, last uh, Saturday. So explain those those changes and and how you have, how you guys expect them to uh, add a little bit to the racing or or what are your intentions or uh, in 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 around a sort of because a lot of times people will go there and be like what were they trying to accomplish here and I guess if you yeah. explain that um, it'll be maybe they can they'll be able to approach it differently like uh, I know that roller section I we saw like we had we had talked before we uh, hit record on this thing uh, some guys were blitzing them uh i saw edward anderson as well as uh, i attempted to triple in double out because there's five of them um mm-hmm. and also the, the 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 final one's a little bit bigger and uh which some, some people uh wouldn't really like they'd kind of complain that it's big but you seem to have you have a reason for that so um oh, yeah ex- really, explain yeah. everything that goes on there so starting with the s corner and then on to that uh um mm-hmm. the uh, those rollers mm-hmm. okay so the s uh, s corner First, uh, beginning of the year, we tried putting an inside hump on 
each inside. So if you took the inside on the first one, you go inside, outside, inside. And if you took outside first, you go outside, inside, and outside. That didn't work. It just was everyone took inside, inside, inside. Uh, had no flow, and you couldn't pass anyone. So taking that away, uh, we basically just made the first corner a berm, and then it almost a straightaway um, right past all these turns that used to be there. And we kind of found this sand ridge that we didn't really know was there. And we took the topsoil off and opened it up and turns out there's, yeah, like two, three feet of sand. So, um, even trying to work it, I almost got my tractor stuck there. So <laughs> yeah, we're actually really looking forward to, uh, seeing what that does. Uh, obviously it'll, um, separate the, the, the good guys from the bad guys pretty much. The men, the the men from the boys. We, we, <laughs> yeah, can, we can go ahead and say the men from the boys. <laughs> and, uh, I was actually only there a couple minutes on this last practice when they started, and I already saw three guys go down. I thought, man, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's challenging. Uh, not like I want them to go down, but uh, yeah, we can keep it challenging. And, and the flow, right? People love the flow of ground flow and want to keep that, even though while we're changing other things. And uh, so, yeah, there's a sand turn, and then you come back and another turn to a step up. It, uh, yeah, it seemed to work pretty well. And then in the back there, the roller section, we tried, you know, trying to introducing it uh the first time we actually set it up it was literally a whip section they were like 14 feet apart and they were two and a half feet high or three feet high and it was just like coming from that jump before it it looked gnarly and uh, no one hit it before we changed it so we separated another i think a 22 feet apart now and they're they still look like a whip section but uh hitting them you can hit them like rollers I haven't seen anyone really cowwalk through them, but we we put the sixth one uh, in there now so that some of the uh, amateurs can either double them or some of the better guys can go triple-triple or if someone really wants to, they can maybe blitz them. I don't know. I wouldn't want to try it, but uh, I'm sure somebody will, uh, will find something. It's funny because uh, every time I went right in there and I go over there, I, when it was five, I did double and then, or double, double, single. Mm-hmm. And then there's like five, ten guys on each side of this section seeing how the next guy is going to do it, right? So yeah. it's pretty cool to see. No doubt. Um, cool. Well, like, uh, and then so you're, you've are you changed the, the S corner. So you've kind of kiboshed mm-hmm. the, uh, the inside lines. Because I, I will admit, um, I, I did try to go to the outside lines, but it, uh, it was just... Mm-hmm. Like, um, when you went outside of the first one, it forced you to go to the inside of the second one. And the outside of the third corner was just so great that you, uh, you really couldn't take advantage. And, uh, the, the time difference, like, uh, like I was telling you earlier, uh, mm-hmm. when, when I go through a corner faster than Ryan Miller goes through a similar <laughs> section, yeah, there's exactly. a distinct advantage to the section that I was going through because, uh, um, he might, he, he could probably pass me going just as fast in neutral, um, which is, yeah, that's uh, the thing. Like that's the thing before we were on air, uh, we discussed some of the, the issues with the testing and stuff like that. Like we can't, we can't test it before we have a practice or a race day. Sure. Explain uh, that for me. The neighbors we have right, uh, right beside the track. So, that's really complicated when you're trying to change stuff and you can't really test it, right? So, yeah, it makes things interesting. 
Uh, excellent. Well, I, I I look forward to the track changes. I know, uh, like, uh, of course, uh, a lot of times uh, guys don't take practice at Grunthal very seriously because, uh, like like myself, we've all spun a million laps at that place because it's the, the mm-hmm. place to go to practice. And honestly, it was uh, the second track I ever put my uh, my wheels on, to be honest. Uh, the first being yeah, a track that doesn't exist anymore. Uh, it was my first race that I ever attended in, two, in 2000. And um, so uh, I, it's safe to say I know my way around Grunthal. And um, to have a, a new section or a new couple of different wrinkles there, it's going to be uh, definitely something to uh, have to be on your toes. And it's going to generate some excitement. So uh, moving into towards the, the race uh, on the first, uh, definitely looking forward to that. But it's time for... The Tech One Designs Word Association with with Walter Martins. Uh, Tech One Designs for all your custom motocross needs, whether it be graphics, uh, neck neck brace, decal kits, helmet wraps, phone wraps. Uh, if you need a coffee mug that uh, needs to be uh, customized, you need a pit shirt or just a regular t-shirt that you want stylized to the to your business they can make them for you and uh and they are sponsoring this section of the show which is a word association basically uh, throw down a few different words and you have to come up with the first thing that comes to your mind all right the first one is fly racing um the first year i ever wore brotherhood motorsports the first uh, grads that ever sponsored me. You got to be quicker, brother. <laughs> Kawasaki. My first bike. MX31. My f- first tire. Is that your first tire? What about low German? <laughs> My uh, language I grew up with. Uh, Disney World. Never been there. Whippertails. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Josh Penner. The best more cross here in Manitoba. Supercross. Um, the best sport in the world. Goon riding. Love it. Uh, bell helmets. Um, what I have now. Perfect. Right on. So that is the Tech One Designs Word Association with Walter Martin. And uh, Walter, would you would you be so kind for me to uh, throw it to commercial for me? Uh, I'm not sure how you want me to say that, Brad. Fair enough. I will throw it to commercial for you. <laughs> Everybody, right, listen up. we got some commercials coming up next. Listen to these sponsors. Uh, buy from them. And that's how we uh, continue to do the show. So we'll be right, right, we'll be right back after these messages. The crossbar, I really thought it would be tough to to learn to ride without it, but man, I adapted. I really like it. Never experienced anything bad with Pro Taper, and that's that's the truth. Not just because they're a sponsor; it's the truth. I've never had a bad experience. That's one thing Pro Taper is uh, known for: is their bars not bending. Patchy Adams over here got me hooked on the Pro Tapers. I rode his piece of crap bike, and the only thing I was good on it was the handlebars. So I was like, "Hey, I'm getting a set of them bars, buddy." I love the product. It's re- really good stuff. So, do you like stuff? Or possibly things? How about a huge selection of motocross and street bike gear from apparel brands like Troily Designs, Alias, Icon, and power bands every single color you can think of? How about 25 years of 
custom suspension, and motor service for a full service shop, all of which you can find at Capital Motorsports. Mention this Big MX podcast to receive a VP gas can with spout for only $40, as well as 100% off your next set of motocross tires. Just kidding, we can't back that up, but ask for about it anyway. Check out Capital Motorsports at 157 St. Anne's Road, Winnipeg, Manitoba, or call them not-so-toll-free at 204-237-6686. Make your way down to Westside Honda Polaris and check out the brand new Honda Grom. Honda's revolutionary 125cc fuel-injected mini-moto ultimate weapon. A must-see for all motocross enthusiasts. From the Grom to the usual suspects like the CBR600RR, CRF450R, Westside Honda Polaris of Suffolk, Manitoba has you covered. Check them out on the web at westsidehonda.ca. Call toll-free at one 888 a power and excitement scream into Anaheim Stadium Saturday, January 29th. That's right, the Miller High Life Supercross kickoff is back. The Ramsfield is a mountainous battlefield as the world's best motocross racers declare war. Every factory team, every superstar on a completely new track with an awesome water hole. Plus, you'll see Bob Hurricane Hanna in his first Honda ride ever. Anaheim Stadium, Saturday, January 29th. One night only, once a year. Tickets at 1978 prices, as low as $6. Ticketron, convention center, Honda dealers, and super shops. And we're back. Big MX show. We've got Walter Martins on the line. Uh, he's from GMX, formerly known as Grunthal Centennial Raceway. Now it's GMX, and they got a race this uh, this next weekend, uh, or two weekends from now, uh, the June 1st. And um, Walter, tell me what the our fans can look forward to seeing and uh, the experience that they're going to get on June 1st, the first round of the Manitoba Moorcross Championship Series. Oh, thanks a lot, Fred. Um you know what? Uh, it'll just be a great weekend. Uh, racing starts at 9:30 uh, on Sunday, on June 1st, and uh, there's actually practice on May 31st from 10 to 2. Um, organized flaggers, everything. So it'll be it'll be awesome. It'll be a race prep track, pretty much. And uh, yeah, spectators can come. Um, yeah, from 9:30 to 5 is pretty much is racing, and it's only 15 bucks a person. And uh, you can come in the pits, talk to anyone you want, like. Uh, it's pretty open. You see all the pros. Maybe get an autograph or two if you want. And uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be pretty sweet. Excellent. So if if I'm if I go to the races, like should I pack a lunch or will there will there be refreshments there? Oh yeah, there's there's a canteen there. The the park that we're together with um, has yeah full size kitchen and everything. All your canteen, all your drink stuff, everything's there uh, for not a bad price. Okay, Walter. I'm from Winnipeg, Manitoba, and I don't know how to get to your your racetrack. How do I get there? Um, basically, just come south on 59, um, hit the 205, just miss by the same pier, go east to 216, and go straight south to Negruntal Curve. And there's a there's a road going south again inside the curve. Just continue down there. 
uh, till the end, and it goes, it turns right, and it's immediately right on your left hand side. Perfect, you can't miss it. That's awesome. No. Uh, so the racing starts like uh, gate will probably drop uh, 9:45, 10, like uh, right around there, 9:30. Uh, yeah. For the the pro races, and like, who do we have to look forward to uh, seeing in the pro class? Well, um, I know there's there's a couple uh, um, pros uh, that came up from B classes here. Some of our locals, so that'll be pretty sweet to see. Um, Michael Eastbrook, Jordan uh, Jordan Chaves, they're they're the normal guys, and mm-hmm. uh, Peter Abrams has moved up from B to to A, and we're looking forward to see what he can do. Also, uh, Luke, another one of the local, uh, locals, uh, Luke Friesen from Brotherhood Motorsports. Um, but yeah, there's all kinds of guys, real estates. Uh, man, can't think of all the guys right now, but there's a whole whack of really fast guys out there. For sure, yeah. They're going to be clicking off the uh, those jumps out there. you got some beautiful landscape out in Grunthal Motocross Facility. It's, uh, it's what I, like we said, it's got one of the best soils out there. And uh, we're looking for some good racing. I understand you'll be racing as well. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I'll, I'll try my best. Uh, depends how much time I'll have. Usually, uh, my wife says no, so kind of respect that because I really don't have time when I'm uh, when I'm prepping the track plus and all that stuff. Plus, he's the boss. So. <laughs> plus, he is the boss, and uh, yeah. So I'll see. Maybe I can do one class. I'd really like to, but more than likely, I'll just do uh, practice and see how it goes well your your announcer gets away with racing one class i can't i can't see how uh you wouldn't be able to yeah you could fill my shoes if you wanted to <laughs> no problem buddy i'll uh, i'll go prep the track you head out on the track i'll i'll, I'll figure out how, what those controls are like in the dozer <laughs> oh yeah you gotta do it in half an hour though true true i, I, I yeah, might, might not think, might be a little yeah. bit behind you but uh no we're looking forward <laughs> to it i think it's going to be an awesome event uh our for for those who are looking forward to getting in a little bit of extra track time on that track, you're having a a groom practice this Saturday. Will you also have a groom practice the Saturday before the race? Yeah, yeah, we uh, practice every Saturday uh, in May. We figured we tried this year, and uh, people seem to like it. So uh, yeah, it's from ten to ten to four. Um, it's only thirty bucks for six hours of riding. And uh, it's yeah, it's it's very family friendly. It, you can bring your 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 kids, uh, your dad, whatever, your mom, put them on a bike, and and we'll separate the classes for them so it's the safest for everybody. Let's be honest, Walter. My mom's not coming anywhere near a motocross <laughs> track. And the funny thing is, she's actually started listening to these. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, appreciate you listening to these, mom. But I'd love to see you at the track sometime. Um, Moving it, moving on from that, I know everyone's going to be super pumped to go to this racetrack. I think it's going to be an awesome event. Let's move straight into the Would You Rather uh, segment sponsored by 204 Skate Shop. Not the Who'd You Rather, because that's inappropriate, especially for a guy like yourself, uh, married. But um, what would you rather, starting with, I'm going to basically give you two options. You have to rapidly uh, pick one or the other, and I'm only going to give you a couple of seconds before I move on to the next one. Is that cool? Uh, Sure. Okay. So, motocross or supercross? Motocross. Sour cream or guacamole? Sour cream. Two-stroke or four-stroke? Four-stroke. Manitoba or Florida? Uh, I didn't hear you said the first time. Manitoba or Florida? Manitoba. 
Hot lowered car, like sports car, or lifted truck? Lifted truck, for sure. Blondes or brunettes? Blonde. Rap music or country? Country, all the way. Uh, full, like when you're practicing, full-blown motos or sprints? Full-blown motos. Um, taco time or NW? Taco time. Ricky Carmichael or Jeremy McGrath? Oh, see that's Ricky his, Carmichael. Yeah, he goes with RC. And the and the <laughs> and the question that everyone's dying to find out: chocolate or vanilla? Vanilla. Vanilla. And that was rapid fire. Who'd you rather? What'd you rather? Brought to you by <laughs> Two Zero Four Skate Shop. We appreciate you uh, playing along with us. So this uh, this this new um, this brand new. Uh, regime over at GMX, they do an amazing job. Uh, what is the biggest challenge that you face uh, while putting this racecraft together? Because I know you guys like it's it's Grunthal. You like people love going there, but of course mm-hmm. people love to complain and mm-hmm. uh, like they expect the best because they really put Grunthal on that pedestal. They want the best from that mm-hmm. track. What is the biggest struggle that you you guys face on a weekly basis? yearly basis something that uh it always seems to be nagging you or uh tell me something about something like that uh i would have to say it would be uh a tie between keeping it the safest track possible and dust control okay that that seems to be the most issue problem we have because we've had we've had some uh you know some accidents that that were pretty serious, and so we want to stay away from that as much as we can. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, the dust is never good, so we try to keep that down as best we can. Definitely, you know, I know uh, it, it's a never-ending struggle, especially with Manitoba. We've got very finicky soil. Uh, you you you're blessed with uh, having uh, a, a very uh, a very nice soil to work with. It it does break down, but like you said, mm-hmm. when it gets all like when it uh, when the moisture gets out of that stuff, it can get pretty mm-hmm. hard on the bottom, can't it? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, sometimes, especially the faces, they'll just get so hard. Yeah. And like they're not forgiving at all. There's no ruts in them sometimes. Yeah. And so to keep those moist, you have to be very careful because you don't want them wet. You don't want them. You don't want to spray on dry because then it gets greasy, slippery. Yeah. And so yeah, it, it's a tough thing. And in between that and um, you know getting everybody together, doing their job, like making sure they're all doing the right thing. Yeah, it's 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 pretty tough. And, and especially working with a park which is right beside us, which is it's not like a field where most motocross tracks are on where you don't really care where people drive, right? Mm-hmm. And uh so here it's it's like it's a park everywhere. So be super careful, like uh yeah, you can't just spin around anywhere when you unload your bike because it, it's going to make a rut and keep a complaint on our end like they don't get to hear but too much like the, the people there but then when they leave we kind of get the the ugly picture but uh we try to work with them and we try to work with the races as best we can to make it a fun weekend for everybody excellent so uh, of course you you ride the track you're a racer um although your wife doesn't let you race at your own track on race day um <laughs> Uh, what is your, what, but on the, on the practice days that you do get to go out there on the big number 44? Yep, 44, 44. yeah. 44. 
Um, what uh, what's your favorite obstacle on the track, or maybe what's your favorite jump? Oh man, uh, that's, that's kind of a tie between the ant hill and the finish line. Uh, the ant hill, I'm kind of learning how to scrub it a bit. Um, it's obviously not as much as Ryan Miller or anything, but uh, learning there, and I just love uh, yeah taking that one. But then I love the finish line too. Like I just get you know, you kind of get the jitters when mm-hmm. when you when you hit something every time, and that one hits me every time. I love it. It's the only jump I can whip on properly, Fair enough. and it's the biggest one. So, yeah, that's that's mine for sure. Yeah, I think it's it's uh, almost kind of a, a benchmark of uh, speed and uh, your your own kind of hanging it out. Uh, people ask, like, mm-hmm. do you do the do you do Grunthal finish line? Do you do the Grunthal finish line? It was always been a, a benchmark. The yeah, I know, right? A whole lot yeah. smaller. <laughs> Then when I started racing, I like I weren't too many eighty kids doing it back then. I know there's quite a few who do it now, mm-hmm. but um, uh, it, it's it's that's definitely one of those status jumps, and uh, it's kind of sep- like we said earlier. It separates the men from the boys. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, it does. So uh, let's jump into the Westside Honda Curious Questions. These are some questions submitted by actual listeners who listen to the show. Uh, I, uh, I've con- canvassed them to uh, to submit their questions if they had to sit down with Walter Martins to uh, ask them a question. Um, when uh, uh, What would they ask you? So um, Ethan Spagrid asks... Um, I understand that the there used to be a uh, a set of roller rollers before the finish line before there that there was that ski jump there was a mm-hmm. before that whole section that used to be a set of sand whoops full blown sand mm-hmm. whoops and now it's gone to uh, a tabletop with a, a ski jump. Explain the change from the original setup to now and uh, and why you guys went that way and uh, so that's that's Ethan's question. Oh, okay, so um. The reason we changed it is we got so much dirt in the sand um, over the years of mixing it and stuff. Uh, originally, when they first made it, they just took out, you know, three feet of topsoil and brought in a whole bunch of pure sand. Yeah. Then, and they made them into rollers. Then they stayed rollers, no problem. After so many years of mixing um, the dirt with the sand, with the rollers, all we got was square edges. Yeah. And it was getting super dangerous, and you could hardly hit it in fourth. Like people were getting flat tires because it's such a massive square edge on them. And we dig them out, we make them all fresh again, and the same thing every time. So we didn't know what else to do with it except for change, change it up. And, uh, yeah, exactly. That's the reason for that one. Right on. Uh, Amanda Ralph asks, "Why do the ladies love motocrossers?" <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, it must be something because um, they love, you know, guys that do dangerous things. I guess <laughs> I don't know. Kind of put stuff on the line. Fair enough. Um, Neil, Neil Colligan asks, um, your uh, your your entire crew is 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 quite obviously um, a crew that uh, is, is is a group that uh, is strong with your faith. Um, what, uh, what, what, uh, what role does, uh, the Lord play in your life and how, uh, does, how do you carry him with you? Not only, uh, on race day, but, uh, how you approach the track and, uh, practice days as well as your day-to-day life. Um, that would, 
Um, yeah, but before before meeting the stuff, we always try to we always try to you know have a moment or two in prayer and and, and go from there, and then uh, it always seems to work better. Um, as for as for race days and, and that sort of thing, um, well, there's always the chapel in the morning and stuff, and, that, and that's pretty awesome. We love to see that. And personally, uh, I always pray before I race because you just never know what might happen, and uh, really want the the Lord's hand on on everything we do. So, yeah. Um, as for as for each member, yeah, we're all pretty good Christians. We we try our best and and uh, doing what the Lord wants us to do with the track, pretty much. And uh, uh, Mike Ross, who actually injured himself quite severely on uh, on a jump at your track, not not to any fault of yours, he actually landed on someone who had crashed. So uh, he was also trying to do whipper tails at the time. Uh, mm-hmm. Nevertheless, uh, he asks um, if if you were as good at motocross as you are at hockey, could you race a pro national? Uh, I might be able to qualify. Maybe. So, so you're saying you're you're pretty good at hockey? I yeah, I try. Like, <laughs> I like like I you know some people say I ride like uh, always over my head. Yeah, that's kind of how I play hockey. I I I just I don't I just go all out. I, I play hockey up to four times a week in winter. I I love playing it and. Yeah, I can I can see I might might be able to qualify for national. Might be able to qualify. That's solid. I've, uh, Maybe. I maybe I appreciate the uh, the for a, for a pretty modest guy. That's a, probably the most amount of cocky I can get out of you. Um, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> definitely. Uh, Noah Robinson asks. He's a he's a racer. He's, he's frequented Grunthal mm-hmm. quite often. Uh, he asks, mm-hmm. what kind of music do you listen to on race day to get hyped up? You know what? I've never actually listened to music before I get hyped up because I'm like too busy prepping the track. Fair enough, but if, if maybe on, mostly, on the way to the track, like what gets you excited? Mm, um, mostly just solid, uh, harder praise and worship. Okay. Yeah, just something that's that's flowy and just kind of to the point and just catchy. Do you, I don't know. Do you have a do you have a kind of a go-to right now or something that uh is getting yeah, a whole lot yeah, of play actually on? Yeah, yeah, I your... do. Uh Fresh IE. Okay. I kind of do the rap thing and uh yeah, I really love some of their songs. Especially uh, there's Amazing Grace. Oh, love that song. That song's always in my head, so especially on race days. <laughs> yeah. Right on. Well, that is the curious questions Brought to you by Westside Honda. Uh, we appreciate you answering those questions. We appreciate our fan submissions to uh, ask Walter Martin. And uh, so, Walter, a few like closing uh, closing statements. Um, what uh, what what do you see going forward for for GMX? Uh, what are some of the goals you'd like to achieve? Uh, how like how do you, how long do you see yourself being involved with it? And uh, what are your hopes and dreams for it to go forward? Um, I. I always thought, uh, ever since I started, that we could one day host a national, and I really hope that dream is still alive, um, although I think we have a lot of work to do uh, to get there, but I really think uh, that's possible, and I don't think in the too far future. As for uh, 
how long I might be on the board, well, I have no idea. Um, I could, if someone comes along that really has a passion for it, I'll move out of the way and let them, let them take care of things. Uh, I'm not really worried about that part. Uh, I just want the track to uh, succeed and have a uh, place for people to learn on and, and ride on that they love, right, right close to home. Right on, man. That's uh, that's about the best way you could possibly answer that. To be completely honest, that's uh, um, a, a great vision for it. I, I would love to see a national back. Uh, I know uh, I that, that's where I basically fell in love with motocross. I went to the uh, the nineteen ninety eight national uh with my, my my dad and i went and we watched sean hamlin uh battling with uh darcy lange for the, the the 125 west championship it came down to the last moto and uh and, and like uh sean hamlin won on uh the his um blackfoot honda J- actually jason thomas uh from the uh, the mm-hmm. bto sports team was racing uh, that year as well on the same bike he actually oh, wow. he crashed on your uh, infield double back then, like I don't know, it was apparently uh-huh. had some some big ruts in it uh, up, <laughs> up the face, and uh, he ended up clipping a, a foot peg or something, going ass over tea kettle. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he, uh, yeah, like there's some, there's definitely a lot of history there. We appreciate you coming oh, on the show. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, no problem. Yeah, so um, just just so everyone knows that the race is the the first of June. Uh, what's the price of admission? Uh, $15, and yeah, we do offer family packages depending on how many kids you have. It's not always 15 bucks a person. It's 5 bucks, I believe, 12 and under. Fair enough. So, and, uh, but if you have a bigger family, just come. We'll make sure you get in. <laughs> Excellent. Right on. Well, we look forward to the weekend, and uh, we'll see you at the track, buddy. All right. Sounds good. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.